the Shore Report. It is episode 110. I'm Heather Hyde. And I'm Jane Posner. And we are, you know, starting off with a bit of our annual tradition here. So the last several years, we've had our mayor on to give us a bit of a year in review of what's been going on in Saugeen Shores. I believe this is the third time we've done that. And uh, we love the tradition. We love having you on, Mayor. And we're really looking forward to the conversation. It's been another big year. You know, I listened to the 2020 version of this episode, and there was a lot happening then. And some things haven't changed as much as we would have hoped, but th- some things really have. So looking forward to, to hearing about some of those things. If you want to kick us off and give us an overview of some of the highlights in Saugeen Shores. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, thanks for having me back on, uh, guys. It's great to be, always great to be on the show report. And uh, and uh, thank you guys for doing it every year, uh, doing this show and, and continuing to do all the episodes you've done. One of the biggest uh, accomplishments that we've had this year has been your ongoing uh, coverage of the things that we've been doing uh, across the uh, municipality. And uh, uh, you've done great work, so thanks for it. Um, yeah, I mean... 2021 has been a, uh, I think, a really successful year in the town. And I always talk about uh, Saugeen Shores being the fastest growing community in our region and a hub for innovation in Canada's clean energy frontier. And uh, um, we're definitely, there's no question about it, the fastest growing community in the region in 2021. I was just walking through the municipal office on my way here today to talk to you guys. And, you know, we've done you know what we're closing in on 140 million dollars in building permits issued in 2021 that is uh, far and away the largest development year the municipality has ever had um and then that's so i mean that's um it's a positive thing it's particularly positive in the aftermath of COVID 19 um you know where we see that rebound in interest in developing in our community and um you know it means uh that you know we continue to have the opportunity to use that growth uh, to um, improve the quality of life of everybody in our community. And, uh, and that's what growth is all about. You know, growth isn't an end in itself. Growth is a, a tool uh, that we can use to make life better. And, uh, and so the events of 2021 have shown that we still have that tool in our toolkit uh, and that we can still put it to work for the people of our community. And, so things like the Lamont Sports Park uh, project, uh, you know, the Lamont Sports Park is essentially finished. We're not going to be able to play ball on it until early 2023, but, um, you know, it's been constructed and uh, now we're going to let the grass grow and, and we'll soon be playing baseball on it. I mean, that's a project that came about because of growth. Um, and you see some of the other things, uh, you know, whether it's the advancements we've been making on affordable and attainable housing in terms of um, making changes to both uh, incentivize and uh, encourage developers to build affordable and attainable housing in our community. Um, you know, when you have 135, 140 million dollars um, worth of building going on in your community in a year, um, that means you have developers who really want to build here uh, and want to keep building here. And we have positioned ourselves well this year to be able to um, get those developers to not only build single family homes in our community, but also build some of those uh, higher density apartment units and things we need to house people. So um, I think that's an advancement we've made in 2021 and we're going to, it's going to start to bear fruit in 2022. Um, lots of great I, capital. Actually, I'll just interrupt there. 
Yeah. Cause I, cause it's very personal for me. I, I'm involved sure. directly with the housing portfolio, but yeah. yeah, I, 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 it's, you said the word leverage earlier and it's really using that growth. I mean, I, I want to be specific with housing is that it, the builder building would have gone on if we had made no change, but we would not have been able to leverage the building and the growth and the interest and the activity without the, some of the changes we made. We wouldn't have been able to leverage it so we could get them building other things other than single detached dwellings. They would have happily built that. Now they can happily build other forms of housing because we've we've uh, released or removed some of the restrictions in our zoning bylaw with development charges. We uh, uh, exempted uh, certain, you know, types of housing from paying DCs because it was a way or seen as a way we could leverage the interest in that so we could build rental housing. And so I'm really, you know, it's, I think we've been taking those opportunities and, and use and thinking about them and applying what we know and hopefully what we can do to make the change that will improve our future. Yeah. Well, and you know better than anybody, Jay, how that is, uh, how we've done those things and how that's likely going to, as I say, start to bear fruit uh, in 2022 and going forward. I think we're going to see real progress on getting actual houses built on the ground for actual people uh, uh, this year and uh, and in the years going forward, this coming year. And uh, um, and yeah, I mean, it's because we're an attractive place to build and uh, an attractive place for developers to be. So, uh, so I mean, that's one we're very proud of. Obviously, that's uh, the highest priority that council has at this point. It's not, it's a critical component to um, to facilitating our ongoing growth and continuing the success of the community. So uh, it's a key one. And actually, you know, there's a few things uh, like that, um, things that um, we need to focus on to make sure the community continues to be viable. Another one is healthcare. Um, and, you know, we've made some really great progress in 2021 uh, it started off not so great with the dissolution of our partnership with uh, Bruce Power and King Carden in terms of doctor recruitment, but um, we came through that strong and we've had a, a series of, uh, of successful recruitments of new positions to our community that the town has undertaken and uh, there's actually a report on Monday coming to council about that laying it out, but several new physicians and of course the new um, Victorian Order of Nurses Clinic in Southampton uh, got started this year uh, with some walk-in capacity, which is great. Um, that's, an, you know, having really good, high-quality primary care and hospital care in a community is a central thing to quality of life and to facilitating the growth of the community and having it be a successful community. So that's another great success, one that we're quite proud of. Um, and I could go on and on. I mean, we've had, you know, We've had said we've had the infrastructure projects that we've done um, that aren't you know super sexy but are really important you know uh, road reconstructions. One big one that members of council have been chomping at the bit to get done for a long time is the uh, Ivings Drive uh, left turn lane that got constructed this fall. Um, that's uh, it's a small thing. It's an expensive thing, but a small thing. Uh, but it'll make you know it just makes life a little better for people who live on that into town and have to navigate that intersection. So lots of stuff, uh, lots and lots. And of course, I should mention the, the traffic changes we've made, you know, lower a universal reduction in speed limits across municipality to 40 kilometers about an hour, uh, setting up community safety zones around our hospital and our schools, um, several traffic changes, uh, some additional four-way stops to make intersections safer. Those were major changes, major changes uh, that came as a result of intensive study by our staff uh, and a huge amount of work by infrastructure and development uh, staff, and I, I so it's um, and not to say uh, you know public uh, you know you know quite 
broad, widespread, uh, you know, yep. thoughtful public uh, uh, comment as well. So absolutely, yeah, really huge amount of uh, comment from the public, which was great. So anyway, like I say, I could go on and on about 2021. And I, the more I the more I sit here talking about it, the more another thing occurs to me that was exciting that happened. So uh, so, but it was about in a nutshell, it was another. Uh, Really good year, all things considered. Tough with the pandemic, obviously, and a lot of challenges that people still face in our community. But uh, but if you had to face a global pandemic and the difficulties we face, there's no place better to face it than Sogging Shores. Uh, we have uh, we have a lot to be hopeful and optimistic about in our community. Yeah, well, since Jay got to give his portfolio a bit of a plug, I'm obviously going to take the opportunity to do the same. Um, Mayor Charbonneau, you and I have had uh, the pleasure of attending, I feel like it's been a bit of a record year for ribbon cuttings for new businesses in town. And I have just been so encouraged by the entrepreneurs opening up new businesses in our community during this time, like the resiliency of them to be able to see the... you know, the opportunity here and the future of what it will be like, you know, post pandemic has, has been great. And of course, we're, we're welcoming new businesses in the nuclear industry. We just welcomed another one last night. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to that continuing into 2022. And, and again, one of the major projects we have coming up is, of course, the innovation park on concession six next to the employment lands. So that will give businesses further opportunity to grow in our community, our community. And I'm really looking forward to that opportunity for them as well yeah and it's a good segue into 2022 because we've got four million dollars in the draft capital budget in 2022 to actually build out the innovation park uh, and uh, that's going to be a great project to see move forward we know because of uh, the growth studies that the county has been doing that we're short of employment lands in the town of Saugeen Shores uh, and the new uh, innovation park is going to go a long way to filling in that gap providing opportunities for new businesses, potentially nuclear suppliers or other sort of larger commercial or light industrial uh, businesses to come to town and also creating an opportunity for our existing businesses to expand uh, in our community. So uh, so really uh, super exciting. And like you say, um, it's a, what has been, it's been really encouraging to go around and cut those ribbons with you and the folks from the Chamber of Commerce uh, all year and um, and see that we're still, in spite of the challenges, the downward pressures on business that we've been experiencing, this is still a great place to do business, still a place where people want to set up shop and and, uh, and where they see a future, uh, where they can make money and be successful. So, um, so it's been great, like you say, a record year in terms of new businesses, I think. And, uh, and um, yeah, I've been, of course, thanks to the chamber for all their work and and helping us set those up and welcoming those businesses. I think it's a, an important thing to do. Is there anything else we're looking forward to in 2022? I know we've talked about the, the employment lands and I know that there's more projects down the pipeline. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's important. Uh, there's several things. The 2022 budget is, uh, is a really active uh, document. There's a lot in there. One key, you know, the really, from my perspective, couple of headline things, I guess. Uh, one is the pool. Uh, we're going to do the engineering drawings, the construction drawings uh, to uh, position ourselves to be able to construct a new recreation center with a pool in 2023. Uh, so that that project is actually moving into the construction stages now. Uh, there's going to be public consultation this year on that, which, the, which people should look forward to and participate in. But I think, uh, you know, it's, it's been 
I don't know, 20 years, we've been talking about needing to replace the Centennial Pool. And, uh, and now uh, we're actually spending the money and it's going to happen. So that's, uh, that's exciting. And uh, um, yeah, also we've made a big contribution to the uh, CT scanner campaign uh, at the Soggy Memorial Hospital to build a really, uh, um, or add, I should say, a really vital diagnostic tool to the Southampton Hospital. Um, and, uh, and several other people in the community are making commitments. The town is, uh, at least in the draft budget, committed uh, $50,000 in 2022 and, uh, for, oh, and then $50,000 over five years for a $250,000 contribution to that project, which I think is really vital. Um, and yeah, and, and, other, and then again, the, some of the smaller things that will just make a difference in quality of life, things like uh, a new snowplow machine that we're going to buy in our sidewalk snowplow machine that we're going to buy in 2022 for starting to use in the starting to use in the winter of 2023. Um, you know, plowing more sidewalks makes more people's lives a little easier in the winter time, makes things a little safer. And how did we do that? Development charges. And, and, uh, and that's just a straight up benefit of growth, right? We get the community grows. We collect DCs. We use those DCs to buy, new equipment that allows us to clear more sidewalk, um, not only for new residents, but for existing residents. And growth just makes people's, the quality of life of everybody in the community a little bit better. And there's several examples like that throughout the budget where things are funded either by development charges or by the proceeds of growth uh, one way or the other. Uh, and, you know, all of that uh, allows us to adapt, prepare for growth, but also to, uh, to, um, see the community get better and better all the time. And uh, again, uh, you know, we're the fastest growing community in the region and, uh, and that gives us certain advantages and makes us, uh, uh, just makes us a better community all the time. Yeah, I agree. I love that we do these episodes every year, a bit of a wrap up of the year before and a bit of a look forward to the next year. But I want to remind our listeners too, that if you want to be more involved and find out what's happening at council, follow us on social media. We always do a quick overview of what's happening on the following council agenda. And then we also do a wrap up afterwards of what's passed and, and what decisions were made. So it's a really great way to stay on top of what's happening in the community. You can also sign up for newsletters to get those emailed to you so that you're always on top of current events. Because as you mentioned, Mayor Charbonneau, there are a ton of things happening in the community and it's it's easy to miss some of these things, especially if if you miss a council meeting or if you're, you're not reading the uh, newspaper on a regular basis. So I always encourage people to, to sign up to receive notifications and, and get involved because we want to hear your input and we want to make sure that everyone is informed in the community as they possibly can be. But thanks so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Um, I hope next year we don't have to talk about COVID-19 at all. I doubt, yeah. I feel like that's an optimistic and lofty goal, but that's going to be my new year's resolution. Speak about the be. pandemic as less as <laughs> little as possible. Um, but yes, once again, thanks. And Jay, do you have any final parting words for us? Nope. That's what you, what you summarized at the end about keeping informed is a really good way to wrap it up. Absolutely. Great. Well, thanks everyone. And we'll see you all in the next episode of the short report. Bye.